Do you remember the mentors and people that inspired you along your career? They challenged us, inspired us, and motivated us. And it's not just the mentors that benefit or the mentees that benefit, it's also the organization. Join us on this episode of the CG Hour as we talk about the importance of mentoring. Let's roll it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're joining us from. My name is Fanny Dunnigan, and I'm your host for the CG Hour. This is a show where every month we come to you with industry leaders and experts to talk about the latest hot topics around business and technology. So thank you for joining us, and let's see who has joined us online um, across the LinkedIn as well as YouTube. We have Laura Hobb or Laura Cobb coming in from Chicago. Welcome, Laura. We also have Amit joining from India. Welcome, Amit. Thank you to everyone that is joining us who is all interested, I assume, on the mentoring topic that we're going to be talking about today. So thank you for joining us. But before I introduce our guests, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, CG Infinity, who is sponsoring this show. And I want to run a clip for you of some research that we found around the importance of mentoring, both from the benefits to mentees, as well as mentors and the organization. Let's roll that.
Thank you for tuning in with us. In the audience, I see Lagnesh that's tuned in, and Sarajit, hey Sarajit, that's tuned in, and uh, Marcello from Atlanta, Georgia, as well as Manoj from India. So those of you that are tuning in from the live feed, let us know where you're tuning in from and introduce yourself. Use the comments to interact and network with each other and build your network as well. I challenge you to connect to three new people in the comments and introduce yourself. So let's get on with the show. I want to introduce you all to the amazing panel that we have today that's going to contribute to our topic around mentoring. So let's kick it off with the gentleman to my right here, Jason Zakarian. Welcome Hi. to the show, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Jason is just as comfortable diving into code as he is organizing an agile sprint board <laughs> in his role as technical project manager at CG Infinity. As a former writer, yoga teacher, and cafe manager, <laughs> we want to hear more about that, Jason leverages his varied experience to provide a unique perspective and problem-solving methodology when creating solutions for his clients. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. And beside him, we have Shauna Black. Welcome, Shauna. Good morning. So nice to finally see you in person. Uh, Shauna is the president of Shauna Black and Associates, a boutique consulting firm. As an executive advisor, she leads leadership teams and helps them turn challenges into success stories. And she loves sharing her wisdom gained as a Fortune 500 executive, and she's worked globally across 25 countries. Welcome, Shauna. Thank, Thank you for joining us. And then last but not least, Erin Jordan. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Erin is an enthusiastic marketing strategist who's interested in the ways people connect with each other in the digital world. As an assistant account manager for Keystone Click, she helps clients discover the power of strong and innovative digital marketing. Erin also has the opportunity to host a number of webinars sharing best practices for content creation, page optimization, and more. I'm so glad you could join us, Erin. Yeah, again, really excited to get our discussion going. Absolutely. So you all can see we have, we're going to have a whole variety of perspectives as well as from different um, age gaps as well. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be amazing, the different uh, perspectives. So I want to jump right in, and the first segment, we're going to talk around the benefits to mentees, obviously, right? Having a mentor in your career along your journey to kind of lift you up and help you along. Um, and for those of you in the audience, I want you to tag some important mentors that have been in your life and the impact they had on you. Um, so let's start with you, Jason. Yeah. You know, what benefits have you gained throughout your career um, as a mentee? You know, someone receiving the advice and having that relationship from a mentor, um, and maybe one pivotal conversation that yeah. like, stuck with you. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I've lived a lot of different lives. A lot of different people have have come into my life and and filled that mentor role. Um, a lot of conversations. If I had to think about one conversation that had an outsized uh, effect on me, right, in my career trajectory. I think I would I would probably look back to you know it was 
summer 2018, I had just recently left my position as the cafe manager, beverage director, like it was going great. It was in Santa Monica, California. Beautiful. Just left that. Before that, had done the yoga teaching and worked in the entertainment industry for about a decade. So I was used to transition on some level, right? But summer 2018, I was right in the middle of a really difficult full-time coding boot camp. Um, we had taken out a personal loan to pay for that because it was full time and my my wife was five months pregnant at the time. Mm. So lots going on. yeah, there was lots going on and I was in a moment of not quite crisis, but I was questioning, is this the right thing to do at this time? Can I make it? Am I, am I just, am I a fake, right? Am I kind of fake in what I'm doing? So at that time, the person who was is running that uh, program, and shout out to Sabio LA, by the way, it's a great program. Um, the guy who runs that program, Gregorio, shared a discussion, a, had a talk with us about uh, imposter syndrome. And that's not a new topic, you know. We, I think we've all probably heard that before, but it was in the way that he talked to us about it. The way that he delivered his wisdom was by sharing with us his very real experiences of doing the same thing that we were about to do. Make a big transition from something else into technology and how he dealt with his very real fears and anxieties and intrusive thoughts of you know, maybe, you know, after he got his first job in the industry, you know, those first couple months coming in thinking to himself, maybe today's the day that they're going to find out, right? So that's all to say that when he shared it at that level, and of course he shared ways to combat it and, and overcome it, but because he shared his wisdom by exposing a piece of himself, it made his advice more real and impactful, and it made it stick with me uh, in a way that it probably would not have otherwise. I knew that it was okay, that if this guy could do it, if that a guy who is thinking the same thoughts that I'm thinking, if he could do it, I could too. And I also took away that being a good mentor is, is exposing a piece of yourself, is giving a piece of yourself to someone else. Sometimes hearing someone else's vulnerabilities gives us courage. I think so. It makes it very human, right? In, in a corporate professional world, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shauna, I mean, you've progressed from engineer to Fortune 500 executive. Along that journey, what was kind of one pivotal conversation that kind of affected your career from a mentor? Yeah, you know, there were a lot. I, I would not have had, I would not have the life or the career today I had without mentors in my life, and I've had them from the very beginning. Um, but there was a point at mid-career where I was promoted. Um, to run a global division that covered 25 countries. And um, I was promoted into it young. And um, I hadn't had that experience before. And my previous job had been more central to the United States. So I had not built international relationships for this job. And I was very concerned about it. And it was also a division that I hadn't had a lot of experience in terms of running that line of business. And uh, a colleague who was a vice president and had been, uh, he was more senior than me and had been a vice president for a while, um, made the commitment to travel with me that first year that I was running that division mm -hmm. 
to every site worldwide. And he was, he was very well known in the company and he was a natural servant leader, so his style was much more like mine. And what he did is he went to every country management team and he cloaked me with his credibility. He had me sit at the table in a stature position higher than him and he deferred all questions to me when they were asked by the local management team. And he completely cloaked me with his credibility and his authority and took a back seat. And it forever changed how I treated other people that I promoted. I never sent anybody overseas on a trip, never sent them to a country that they hadn't been went to without contacting the management team, explaining why they were important to me and what I expected them to do to help. And to make that kind of commitment was extraordinary, and he did not have to do it. I love that term you use, cloaked me in their credibility. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so profound and yeah. it's so true. Well, and especially being yeah. a woman in technology, mm. right? There were not many women leading divisions at that time. Yeah. And so there was, especially globally, there was a lot of unconscious bias and a lot of question about whether I was capable. Yeah. And, and he made a huge difference in yeah. my life. Shout out to all those women in technology that are tuning in. Make sure you identify yourself and give a shout out in the comments as well. Erin, um, you know, you're starting off in your career and you know, throughout your college life and even your early career, what kind of benefits have you seen as a mentee? Yeah, for sure. I think um, as far as one pivotal conversation or just one experience, one of my first internship experiences in college, um, I had an incredible mentor, shout out Lillian. Um, she uh, was you know, head of um, marketing in the area and um, it was really important to her. It was a, another male dominated field in security actually. Um, and she made it a point to um, be really inclusive, even at the young age that I was, um, in what she was doing and being able to shadow her. But also, um, I think the biggest thing that really stood out to me is she made sure that I um, had things to do. She made sure that I was gaining a lot out of the experience. And she also made sure to tailor whatever she was assigning to me. Um, to my strengths at that time. Mm. She really nurtured um, what she had seen in the beginning as like, these are your talents, your strengths, this is why you're here. And so every day, let me remind you that yes. you have experience, you have potential, and that's my job is to really encourage you to be the best that you can. Yeah, and sometimes the best mentors are the ones that see things that we can't even see in ourselves. Yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely. Um, Benny, if, if I can, please. I just shout out to Lewis. Yeah. I neglected to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, and I think sometimes people don't even know the impact Absolutely. they have on us. Um, so if you're thinking about that one person that really made an impact on your career, make sure you tag them below in the comments and thank them. Uh, now, Jason, yoga teacher, yes. cafe manager, mm -hmm. developer, mm -hmm. consultant. Yeah manager and i'm sure there are all kinds of other things in between yeah there's a few things in between there yeah yeah um there must have been some key mentors 
to navigate those transitions, right? Because yeah. on the surface, they don't seem connected. But what are some of the like key pieces of advice going from something so different mm -hmm. um, to now technology? Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, as I said, right, I had a lot of different people who, who entered my life during those different phases that I went through. Um, and, you know, if I can, I'll, I'll sort of separate out like the, the before technology and the after technology pieces. And talking about the before technology pieces, um, those, those people who filled that mentor role for me, I gravitated towards them. And, and I think vice versa, because what I saw in them was a desire not to just, you know, train me up to be a better yoga teacher, or train me up to be a really good barista or whatever it is, but to help me evolve as a person so that, yeah, I'm a better yoga teacher, but also I'm better at the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, right? So if I look to somebody like Jayco, my yoga teacher, um, you know, part of his practice and the practice of the folks that taught him was to take that mindfulness and thoughtfulness and that calm that you cultivate during your practice and to take that out into the world with you so that you can access it again when you're stuck in traffic or you just had a terrible client call or whatever that thing is, right? To make you a better person in those moments as well, right? The soft so, skill. Yeah, I took that soft skill with me, I think uh, at the restaurant, Max, he's probably one of those guys who would not, who would not call himself my mentor if I, you know, if I said it to his face. Um, but what what I learned from him at that time, right, was a need to depend on other people, and you can't do everything yourself. You know, certainly within a high high paced uh, service environment, but also when you're, you know, when you're with your family, when you're out with your friends and all other aspects of your life, you can't do it alone, right? So I took that. So from each of those mentors in sort of that first half, I, I took those lessons to help make me stronger. And then since I joined uh, CG Infinity, those people have been invaluable to me along every, every step. You know, I've been promoted a handful of times now. Every, every step of the way, there was a person there who helped guide me. When I first came in, uh, Lisa Jordan, I was, I was a part of a, a buddy program. Um, she was fantastic in being that person to answer all of my silly questions about, you know, what exactly do we do here, right? What, what does this mean, IT consultancy? Um, people like Rocky Garg, as I started to take on more responsibilities, and what does that mean? And now folks like Sebastian uh, Labrador, who is a fantastic sounding board for solutions and is, you know, navigating the waters of management, managing people. So, so uh, maybe that's a long, a long way to say that I literally would not be here without all of those Absolutely. people helping. They couldn't walk the path for me, but they could help, you know, push branches out of the way and shine light um, where it needed to be. And Ashley Irfan in the comments also gave a shout out to Rocky Garg. So Rocky, you yeah. out there, I hope you know what an impact you're having. Good job. Um, Shauna, now you've gone through the whole gamut of, you know, levels mm -hmm. at the Fortune 500 company, and um, one of those quotes you might have seen on the video was how the role of mentors have helped with promotions. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? And what is some examples that you've seen? Happen? Absolutely. I mean, I, um, 
because of when I started, I'm a mechanical engineer by profession. When I started in technology, I was the first woman in every job I had. Um, and at the time I started, the culture was very hierarchical in technology still has some of those problems. Um, hierarchical command and control, very directive. And that just wasn't my leadership style at all. I was not comfortable in that kind of style. I came out of education where you know leadership is service and I was also raised by parents who believe that. And so I found actually er very early as a project manager um, that that wasn't how I wanted to run things. And I, I actually had a, a, a boss, shout out to Jim Godot, who was a retired um, lieutenant colonel who had started a second career in technology. And he also was a serving leader. And he encouraged me to do it the way that it felt comfortable to me. Um, and, and I learned through him and others that I could be a first-class Shauna leader, which was a certain style that was you know, informed my, by my gender, by my philosophy of leadership, by my five years of teaching, by my parents, or I could be a second-class example of what was the, the dominant model at the time. Yeah. And uh, so that really allowed me to have more confidence about leading my way. Mm -hmm. And it gave me an opportunity to show that even though my style was very different, we produced really great outcomes, yeah. right? And, uh, and so that gave me confidence as I went into you know, bigger and broader jobs to continue to do it in a way that was really authentic for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that if I hadn't had some of the mentors in my life early on who said, yes, you know, I trust that it will work for you, I might have tried to adapt to the dominant culture. And I don't believe that I would have been as successful or enjoyed it as much, honestly. Absolutely. Shout out to Lisa Parker in the comments. I mean, just. Again, soft skills and transferable skills really count and do make a difference. And I love that quote from yeah. yours, leadership is service, yeah. right? And mentoring is service, right? Erin, um, I mean, as I was looking through your bio and your profile, right? We scope you out and, uh, <laughs> you know, you were a member of the Association of Women in Communications mm -hmm. in college, yeah. right? And how did you even know to join associations and what were some of the mentors you, you had from there? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, just structurally, the university really encouraged us to join um, professional organizations and um, uh, clubs that really fostered that kind of experience outside of the classroom, yeah. which I think is so invaluable as you move forward. Um, and the Association of Women in Communication stuck out to me because I think it's really important um, to learn from anyone, but especially when you see your identity reflected in someone mm -hmm. who has been successful in the field that you want to be in, I think that was a really valuable um, just way to foster um, not just inspiration for me, but other people to look up to. Um, I'd say additionally, I worked at the Daily Cardinal, a student-run uh, newspaper for a number of years, 
in college. And that gave me both the opportunity to uh, be mentored by my peers. Um, and also later, I had the opportunity to mentor my peers. Um, I think something that I learned just really early on in college was that anyone can be a mentor at any age um, at any stage of their professional career. And so that's really stuck with me too um, because I've certainly learned a lot from the people who knew more and who took the time to teach me, um, not just in the ways of whatever we were trying to accomplish, but also about life and how um, they worked successfully together. Um, but beyond that, just being able to reinforce that learning um, and, in, and pass that kind of experience on. It's almost like mentoring can happen 360 degrees, right? Yeah. Like all ways, mm -hmm. peers, mm -hmm. upper, lower, like it's all ways and all degrees. Love that. Um, I wanted to go back real quick to Shauna because mm -hmm. you've mentored both people in the corporate mm -hmm. world um, as well. You're a big involvement in DFW mm -hmm. Alliance of Technology mm -hmm. and Women where you all are helping girls in STEM right. and pulling them up. Um, any lessons that we can learn from that side of it, outside of corporate, that mentorship for girls coming up or boys mm -hmm. coming up in the various fields and industries? Well, I, I think, I think uh, what Erin says is so important. If you can't see somebody who looks like you, it's hard to imagine yourself doing that job. And we don't have enough role models. You know, we don't have enough girls and boys choosing STEM careers in middle school and, and for sure in high school. We're, we're, we're way behind as a country, right? There was an estimate, esti estimation by uh, the UT system that we're, just to keep up, we're 10,000 uh, graduates behind to just keep up oh in engineering and computer science today. So it's a huge gap just for the state of Texas, right? Wow. And so, uh, you know, I agree completely with Aaron. It's so important for us to be out and be role models. And, and I love visiting middle schools and, and high schools, and I've done that for years. And, you know, they'll come in as a guest speaker, sort of a sponsor for for uh, young kids and I asked them not to tell me, not to tell them what I do or what my background is. And I'll bring prizes and begin by having them guess, what do I do for a living? They will say doctor, they will say lawyer, they will say real estate agent, they will say you know, scientist, they will say um, all sorts of things. Nobody ever guesses engineering because I look just like their mom. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I look like a woman. I sound like a woman. I sound like a mom. I sound, and they just never think about engineering. And I always know at the end of those sessions that I've had success. If somebody comes up at the end of the session and says to me, oh, somebody ordinary like you can be an engineer. So can I. And I'm like, that's the whole point. <laughs> right. Because Technology changes every, touches everything in our lives. How we sleep, how we learn, how we communicate, how we study, how we play, how we travel. It's every place. Yeah. And I, I love Jason's story because it also tells kids 
there are many ways to this industry, but it's so important they know because this is the fastest growing, richest industry in the world, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And there's limitless opportunity. And technology at the end of the day is the intersection between science and art. So we need all the parts of the brain to do this well. And I love technology because we're constantly inventing the future and solving problems. I want kids to love it and be a part of it. There you go. Mm. Technology, the intersection of science and art. <laughs> and speaking of the alliance of technology and women, we're just going to cut to a quick commercial and to share with you an upcoming event from the alliance of technology and women. Hi, this is Pooja from CG Infinity and uh, we have, uh, like I have been active member of DFW ADW and CG Infinity had been partners with ADW for over three years now. Um, the main reason behind being partner with ADW is uh, because it aligns so well with our vision of uh, empowering young women in IT and providing them platform where they can network and uh, talk about uh, their passion and um, uh, like kind of help other people, other young women in IT to grow themselves up. ADW has a lot, uh, lot of programs where they provide mentorship, uh, training on uh, various technologies and uh, it so well aligns with our mission. So we are so excited to be partner with uh, ADW. And I'm looking forward to this next event on June 9th at uh, 12 p.m., which where we would be talking about the diversity and equality conversation and how it has been in our society for quite some time, but there has not been like too much action taken around it with the with the fame. polarizing world that we are living in at this point of time. It becomes more of a hot. Uh, topic to discuss uh, and uh, the conversation will definitely help provide a real perspective on why DEI strategies incorporate and America need to, to be about having a consistent and reliable governance around uh, uh, equality and diversity of uh, emphasizing more on uh, individual education and strong support from our senior leaders. Looking forward to see you all on uh, June 9th. Our keynote event for this particular event is Nate Bennett and uh, the panelists com comprises of Indu Jain from Capital One, Christy Bonner from uh, NCH and Meg Dolani from Entity Data. Looking forward to see you all for that event. Now I want to pivot a little bit because too often we think the only person that's met benefiting from a relationship with a mentor is the mentee. However, there are benefits to the mentors as well as the guide. Um, and so I wanted to kind of kick off this next section about the benefits to mentors. So Jason, you've gone now to being a manager. So let's put on the manager hat, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're leading and mentoring mm -hmm. teammates and mm -hmm. team members. Uh, what are some of the benefits you've gained as a mentor? Yeah, so it's so it's interesting. I'm you know working as a technical project manager now, so that means I get to wear a lot of different hats, right? So I'm still technical enough. I can reach in and push code around and move the dial from that direction. I can also, uh, you know, it's about units of work and what are we doing this week and next week and two months from now, right? So I have my hands in a lot of different things. And I really grew into that role during, you know, COVID, peak COVID coming out of that into this, you know, hybrid remote work 
uh, world now where, you know, I think as we all know, those sort of in-between moments that helped grow relationships that weren't just about work uh, suffered a little bit, right? So my tactic has been to, uh, you know, lead from the front, lead by example in whatever, whatever aspect of the project of, of life as a consultant, right? Whatever I'm doing in that moment. So, you know, whether it's the, the nuts and bolts of best practices with coding, trying to lead by example there, whether it's in um, how I interact with our clients, you know, am I speaking from a place of honesty and delivering uh, good news and bad news in equal measure, right? Um, or, you know, you know, the, maybe the final piece, you know, what's that work-life balance? Am I, you know, banging my head against a problem that I've been <laughs> banging my head against all day or am I taking time to see my family, right? So it's, it's all of those things and that's great and it can also be humbling at the same time. It's, you know, do I, do I actually understand the thing that I'm trying to get you to do as well as I think I do? Maybe not, let's figure it out together. You know, um, it's that, I, I don't know if it's a real Einstein quote or what, but it's that if you can't explain something simply, maybe you don't really understand it, right? So it's a great, it's a great reminder and a great call to action to continue to learn as you are trying to teach. Um, because I, I think if you are going to be a good mentor, you have, you have to. It's a symbiotic relationship. Um, you have to be able to to learn at the same time. Yeah. So so they're helping me grow. Well, wow. Hopefully, I'm I'm helping them grow at the same time. It's like we're developing leadership skills as a mentor along the way. I think so. Ideally, yeah. 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 And for those of you out there, you know, you've mentored people out there. What have you learned from your mentees? Okay. I'd love to hear your stories out there as well. Now, Aaron, I want to dispel this myth that. You know, you're never too young to be a mentor, yeah. right? Um, and for you, when you were mentoring students coming up through your various programs in college and in the association, what did you gain as a mentor? Yeah, and certainly I think, you know, those leadership skills are really invaluable. Um, it's something that I cultivated early and I'm still learning um, how to be better at it as well. Um, I think even now in my job, um, we have a number of new interns and it's been um, really great and, and a privilege really to not just be able to come from a place and say, I really want to hand you the work that you're passionate about, that you think is going to help you take the next step in your career. I think that's just such a great mm -hmm. um, way to give back, but it's also like Jason's saying, really reinforced my learning of something that I've worked so hard early on to understand the many facets of digital marketing, which is quite a bit and it's ever evolving too. So um, yeah, there's just, there's so much to learn, but it's also, um, I think really one of the, the best outcomes is that I know more of what I am teaching and I've been able to pass that on to the next person who then gets to mentor. Yeah. The mentor learns as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Now, Shauna, you, I love this quote from your profile. You are a heart-centered leader, mm -hmm. right? What does that mean to you? And, you know, as a performance coach and leading with your heart, uh, what have you gained from coaching executives? from that perspective. Yeah. So again, it goes back to my philosophy, you know, that, and, and 
It's how I was raised by my parents. They modeled it that that leadership is about serving others and it's about using your power for and with people, not over people. And uh, so that's been very critical to me. And heart-centered means that you lead from a place of purpose and passion, that the reason you serve others is to grow, as Erin is talking about, your capacity to perform and create the life you want, and that collectively in community that leaders create, you succeed together. So the byproducts of that, of, of growing the capacity and capability of your people and your organization, the byproduct is revenue growth and profitability, but it's not your target, mm -hmm. right? And so I've, I've you know, been very fortunate. I started my own company in 09 and I get to choose who I work with. And that's a value that separates who I choose to work with. Because I, I, think, I think you form that philosophy in your family of origin and you reinforce it as you grow up. And, and I know the heart-centered leaders in my life have transformed my career and my life. And, and they have an empathy for the people they serve they have genuine love for the community they create, and they measure their success by how much more capable people are to create the life they want, how much wiser they are, how much confident, more confident they are, how much they give back to others. It's a, it's a whole different metric, but it still delivers extraordinary financial and customer outcomes. And uh, so, yeah. It's What's important. a big lesson you learned as having mentored them for yourself? Um, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is it takes a lot of courage to be a heart-centered leader because you have to be willing to be open and you have to be willing to invite feedback and you have to be willing to stand in the shoes of the people you serve and hear things that may be difficult to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I love this quote from uh, David Ball in our audience. Um, he looks for jobs that include being a mentor or having a mentor. So I think mm. even in the midst of our job search, we wanna search for the people that we wanna be mentored by and to mentor. And that becomes a part mm -hmm. of like the job search and Absolutely. what we're looking for in our careers. Mm. Uh, so I love that. I want to do a quick lightning round. So <laughs> pick one of these two options and like a quick reason why. Okay. okay. So Jason, what's harder to learn or to teach? Uh, teach because you gotta, you gotta learn before you can teach. <laughs> so <laughs> Shauna. Um, what's harder, learning or teaching? Uh, probably teaching because one of my top five strengths is learner. I love to learn. So I love to teach too, but I, I'm just a natural. That's one of my core strengths is learning. You, Erin? I'm actually going to say to learn, um, but it's more about being vulnerable when you're not understanding those who are teaching you. Mm. 
Oh, yes. Love that. Powerful. Um, for you in the audience, while we run to this commercial break, let us know what's harder for you to learn or to teach. Let's hear it for that. So I want to do a quick shout out to the Association of Business Technology Professionals. We are having our big cheer event at the end of this month. So let's roll that. Hey guys and gals, this is Mike Rochelle with the Association of Business Technology Professionals. Looking forward to seeing you on the 28th at the Heart 8 in the Colony. I'm going to show you how to do your uh, AI uh, personality for online. And uh, we'll just catch up and see how things are going. Thanks, and we'll see you at the Cheers Tech Talk. Bye-bye. So for all of those technologists and business enthusiasts out there, I want to do just a quick reminder that there are so many associations here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And if you want to expand your network, build your network, increase your number of connections, then make sure you check out the organizations like the Alliance of Technology and Women and the uh, Association of Business and Technology Professionals. You are never alone and we are continually learning, that's for sure. So speaking of learning, I want to shift focus now to the benefits to organizations, the systems and processes that need to be in place to have a mentorship program in the organization, because the organization as a whole also benefits. Um, so maybe I'll kick off with you, Aaron. You know, like throughout your career, um, what kind of systems have you kind of seen for mentorship programs? And share with our audience what you've seen. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest things that I've seen even just early on is um, a real focus on having one-on-one -on -one time with your direct report, um, because I think oftentimes that's a real natural mentor if that's something that they um, are passionate about and are willing to invest in you as well. Um, I think beyond that, just really um, encouraging uh, the entire team to spend time together and intentional one-on-one -on -one time or professional development time um, and not just come with your goals for how to better yourself uh, in your organization um, or how to um, solve a problem at your job or learn a new skill, but also really come and be honest about personally, here are my goals, here's how I think that my job factors into that and here's where I'd like to take it if you'd help me. Um, and I think that those types of honest conversations um, especially with those who can help kind of give you that next opportunity to yeah. get there is really important. Yeah. Tying back to that quote that when you have that mentorship system, promotions happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then what about you, Shauna? Like what, let's get tactical. Like mm -hmm. What systems and processes have you seen that work really well in corporate corporations to build those mentorship programs. So actually I have four and I'm an engineer so you're going to hear it now. Love so the it. first thing is, and this was feedback um, from people in my organization um, early on as 
I got promoted and ran global divisions, I was busier. And so one of the complaints I heard is that it was difficult to make time with me and they had to go through my admin assistant. And so I just thought back to my college days and I created, and every executive can do this or every leader can do this. I created office hours three times a week. And the rule was that the, my admin assistant posted my um, office hours. They were the same time every week unless I was traveling and they were sacred. And the rule was anybody could come drop in in office hours and did not have to go through my assistant, which was great. And the only rule was if there was somebody in line behind you, you got 10 minutes, right? Otherwise you could have my whole hour. And that was huge. And then the second thing we did is to uh, improve our onboarding, we created peer mentors so that when somebody came new to the organization, they were matched immediately with a peer because what we found is new hires want to look good in front of their supervisors, but there's so much unwritten rules about a new job. So if they had a peer and could admit to a peer, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm over my head. They shouldn't have hired me. Nobody knows except a peer who cares about them and can help them come up, up that uh, line. The third thing is I'm a real believer in formal mentoring programs. We're talking a lot about informal mentoring, but um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Mentium 100 because they've been in business for 30 years. And I found out about Mentium 100 uh, they actually do mentoring programs over 70 countries now. And my first exposure to Mentium 100 is mid-career, I was asked to be a mentor in their program. And what they do is they do cross-company matchings between mentors and mentees, right? And it's a very formal year-long commitment. Well, as a result of that experience, mentoring a, a mentee in a company different from mine, another Fortune 500 company, I got completely convinced about the power of structured mentoring programs. So they also help you implement structured mentoring programs inside your own company. And so I had the opportunity to bring them into our company in our division as a pilot program and we did a structured mentoring program. And I think those are so important because you also get to really target your unrepresented, uh, unrepresentative uh, team members. You know, in technology that would be women and people of color and really make sure that they are matched with a mentor at least two levels above them. So I am a real believer in, in system structure inside a corporation, and honestly, it's not that difficult. Yeah, let's give one more shout out to that organization. Yeah, Mentium 100. Spell that for people. It's M-E-N-T-T-I-U-M 100. And they started out doing formal mentoring programs for women, and now they do uh, formal, they help facilitate formal uh, mentoring programs for both women and men worldwide. In fact, I understand, I, I, I need to have this uh, corroborated, but I understand now since COVID, they're doing these kind, of vert, these kind of formal mentoring programs, but virtually globally, which I think is really exciting. So you could have a mentor, you know, from, from India and you're in, you know, France. Yeah. I'm oh. just picking countries, but 
I think that's exciting. I, I would yes. love to be part of that. Yeah, just to reinforce those three points. So number one, having office hours. Number two, doing peer mentors. And number three, formalizing that mentoring system. Absolutely. Thank you, Shauna. Uh, what about you, Jason? I mean, CG Infinity leads with people first, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what systems and processes have you seen work really well around mentoring? Yeah. Yeah, people first driven to transform, right? That's on the, the website now. And that, you know, to me, that really says it all, especially within my experience in the company. Um, because what I have seen structurally is buy-in on that motto, on that value from the very top to the very bottom, right? Um, every single person is living that value uh, on a day-to-day -day basis in the company. And, and yeah, it's kind of, it's all of the above. We, we reach out in so many different ways, I think. Yeah, CyberU, where consultants are coming together to share their knowledge in, in, a, in a digestible format, right, that you can access uh, uh, when you're ready. We do have, you know, mentorship programs where we're pairing people up as they come in. Uh, I believe they're trying to get that two levels mm -hmm. higher type mm -hmm. separation there. Um, the, the buddy program that was happening when I came in, um, activities that are put on by the employee engagement team, which I'm also a part on. It's, it, to me, it's all a part of a, of a strategy of um, providing a, a, a web of support under you mm -hmm. when you come in that, you know, no matter what beam you're trying to balance on, you know, at, at whatever stage of your career, there's that, there's that web, that net down there. Uh, that catches you and helps bring you back up. So that's what I that's what I am seeing work really well at the company so Absolutely. far. Absolutely, and you all walk, walk the talk. Like everybody that I've actually <laughs> ever interacted with at CG Infinity has been somebody that I could go and like grab a beer with and have mm -hmm. happy hour with. You know. Yeah. 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 My ex oh, yeah. sorry. My experience too. It's mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, it goes to show that they the people who are doing the hiring are putting that level of thought into the types of folks that we bring in. And it makes a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mariah, in the comments, making time for people and being accessible is huge. And it just goes back to that suggestion of having office hours. Um, people are, are liking that in the comments there, Shauna. So great suggestion. <laughs> I stole it shamelessly from that. <laughs> it's good, yeah. Quoted like by it. Shauna Black. <laughs> yeah. um, and now, like, I wanted to talk Actually, a brown that uh, you touched on it a bit, Shauna, mm -hmm. about how mentoring can actually improve equity, inclusion, mm -hmm. and diversity mm -hmm. in corporations. Yeah. How is that possible? And um, if you could give us an example. Well, again, uh, an example. Well, two two examples. Uh, the first example is that. Um, very early in my career, a group of 12 women in our corporation came together to create the first women's in initiative in, in this Fortune 500 company. Um, and our company was non-union and we were a little bit concerned that we were putting our careers at risk. Um, but, but we were able to find a an executive vice president that sponsored us. and. And part of our mission statement was um, uh, professional development for women. So our focus was very much to help improve our contribution to the company. 
And a second objective was to help sponsor other initiatives around the company. And uh, within two years, we had 17 people initiatives around the company. So, so that was sort of the beginning of, of fostering ERGs to have groups of like experienced people be able to mentor and support each other. So, um, I'm sorry, I forgot the rest of the question. No, no, yeah, no, <laughs> it just in terms of how mentorship can help with that kind yeah, of Yeah, so, so what happens is it creates safety, right? So, since I was part of this 12, group of 12 women and we have made it public with, you know, approval and sponsorships from this executive VP, um, the word was out that we were here to support. So I'm going to give you a really quick story. Um, so we had 17 people initiatives around the company in two years because it really struck home to people. And they had permission to meet in like groups to tell the truth to each other about what they needed, right? And, and we eventually linked them with a, a company-wide network. In that process, I found out that there was a LGBTQ group. Uh, I found out because they came to me, because I was known to be somebody that helped sponsor these ERGs. And they came to me, I found out they had been meeting offsite for five years. Now, mind you, we already had, this was like, you know, the late 90s. So it was really early for this to happen in Dallas. And they had been meeting five years off, and we had 17 initiatives so far. They were scared to come out of the closet for real inside this, this uh, corporation. And so they asked me if I would sponsor them. Mm -hmm. And it was a tr tremendous opportunity for me to say yes and grow. Mm -hmm. And we used to meet on site because that's how all the ERGs met. And we would have monthly meetings. And there were actually other employees that thought it was okay to come to their meetings and say why they shouldn't be allowed to meet and why their lifestyle was not acceptable, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to walk in their shoes and learn things I hadn't known before. And I got to learn how to say, look, we're not asking for your approval. We're asking for respect that you would give any other employee of this company, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I got to have personal conversations very early in my career and learn what difficulty they face every single day mm -hmm. in the workplace. Simple things like at that time, not even feeling comfortable putting pictures of their partners or their families or you know their social networks yeah. and yeah. so it helped me widen my perspective in a way that has been forever important to me mm. again that benefit to the mentor yeah. itself yeah. right mm. yes and think about the benefit to our company mm. that Absolutely. that they were able to be their authentic selves inside the walls of our company and that made me so proud. Gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Shauna. Um, 
So as we kind of wrap up, I want to go another lightning round and one last piece of advice that you've heard or received that has kind of propelled your career. Erin? Yeah. Um, I think this story is really powerful and I've since shared it with a number of interns who I'm now lucky to mentor. Um, it was my first week uh, on the job at Keystone Click um, and I received some feedback in an established, you know, one-on-one -on -one time. Um, and I was told I, um, that they really liked how I um, said in the first week of me being there, well, why do we do it that way? And so um, since then, I've really uh, led by and also tried to encourage um, any new team member that if there is something that you think we could do better or different or you have a new tool or thing you'd like to see us implement, don't be afraid to ask. This is a team that really wants to hear that new perspective and those um, oftentimes a fresh perspective into how you're doing things in order to make it better. Yeah. Thank you. Jason, quick piece of advice that propelled your career? Yes, uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the last piece of advice you're ever gonna need <laughs> is to live in the moment. In this moment right now, the past doesn't exist anymore. The future does not exist yet. The only thing that you have an effect on is how you react to this moment right now. And if you can fully internalize that, your food's gonna taste better, your relationships are gonna be better, your, your clients are going to be happier with you. Live in this moment. That's, that's, that's like the last takeaway that I would give, yeah. Shauna. That's a hard question. Um, <laughs> in 30 I, seconds. Okay. <laughs> I would say, say yes, then figure it out <laughs> by asking for help. Mm -hmm. Love that. And speaking of saying yes, I want to shout out to the DFW SIM organization. We have a clip where the CG Infinity is going to be sponsoring their golf tournament. So let's roll that. Speaking of mentoring, as a longtime member and former board member of the Society for Information Management, I wanted to bring the audience up to speed on SIM or SIM DFW, the local chapter. SIM is an organization of 3,000 plus executives across the United States involved in IT and digitalization, and our Dallas chapter has about 250 to 300 members. Uh, SIM is involved in three different things. We connect people, so we have eight to 10 meetings or events a year where uh, IT executives get to meet and interact with each other. Great chance for peer-to-peer -peer sharing, as well as we have a lot of fun with a golf tournament, a, a, a clay shoot, and other events. Then we also grow our, our members and, and their staffs. So we have professional development, we have formal mentor, mentoring, and we also attend several of the local IT conferences each year. Then lastly, we do a lot towards give back. So we're very involved in STEM. We sponsor several robotic competitions at local high schools, as well as provide scholarships to those that are interested in the technology field. So CG Infinity is excited to be a, a sports sponsor of STEM. Uh, we're involved in two different activities, the annual golf tournament, and then the clay shoot in the fall. It's a chance to uh, interact with IT executives and do some of the networking I talked about earlier. For those of you that are watching that happen to be an IT executive or a digitalization executive, feel free to check out SIM DFW at 
www.sim-dfw.org. And as always, check out CG Infinity at www.cginfinity.com. In closing, we look forward to seeing our fellow players and others that will be involved in the golf tournament on Friday. Hopefully we have great weather. See you there. Speaking of being in the moment and golf, uh, our upcoming month, July 13th, our next episode of the CG Hour, we're going to talk all around stress management, mm. well-being, and mental health. How appropriate as we get into the summer months, right? <laughs> so uh, make sure you save the date, July 13th, for that episode. And I also want to give an update. Uh, last month, we announced the matching challenge of CG Infinity to pledge to give 50,000 meals. We are looking for your support to help us with that pledge. Um, and we just have a short clip for that as well. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, all guests, for your insights and advice and systems and processes. Um, and for all of you out there, again, like I think practice gratitude. And one of those things of being thankful for what we have is to give back. And so just don't forget that justgiving.com backslash CG Infinity. And let's give back to our communities and give back through leadership, service, and mentorship. So I will roll out and end with CG Infinity's tagline, people first, driven to transform. Have a wonderful day, everyone.